The more I talk about transitioning to plant-based eating, the more I hear comments that sound like, I would love to do that, but my family won't eat it. Or I would love to transition, but I don't know how to get my family on board or how to get them to eat new things too. So I thought it was about time that we dive into a short and sweet episode of three easy plant-based dinners that can help your family get started on eating a more plant-based diet. So I hope that you're excited. I hope that you take some notes or head over to the blog version of this episode at bewellwithstuff.com slash blog so that you can read the details, find links to some of the things that I'll include as well, um, because I really think that this is going to give you a jumping off point for those of you who have families feeling some resistance around plant-based eating. Hey there, and welcome to Be Well with Steph, the podcast. This is the show for you if you believe that personal wellness can be an actively pursued goal, and you're ready to tackle building healthier daily habits with a little bit of good humor, a little bit of grace, and a little bit of coffee. I'm Steph. I'm your wellness and nutrition coach and your host, and I want to make it really clear. You're not expected to be or live perfectly here. Lord knows I don't. After battling diet culture and then learning to navigate the world of wellness culture myself, I know a few things are true. One, it doesn't have to be complicated to be effective. Two, you are capable of creating a lifestyle you love. And three, you have everything you need to start doing that today inside your own beautiful self. On this show, we'll talk about nourishing yourself, moving your body, getting a good night's sleep, caring for your mental health, being in community, and maintaining day-to-day practices that make you feel good. I'm here to help empower you to create and maintain a lifestyle of wellness that gives you the strength, energy, and confidence to go after your wildest dreams. A few reminders before I share these meal ideas with you. If you are making your own decision to eat more plant-based food or to change the way that you eat, improve your nutrition, your diet, etc., that's awesome. You can dive all in if you want to. You can, um, you know, dive headfirst into plant-based meals, try new recipes, eat new foods. You can do all the things. But if you are making the decision to bring others along on the journey with you, if you have a partner or kids or other people that you are trying to help transition with you you're going to have to move a little bit gentler. You're going to need to recognize that it's going to be a slow and methodical transition process, and that's okay. You don't want them to feel resistance around the things that you are eating or the food that you're making. Uh, You want it to feel like you're taking their uh, feelings, preferences, opinions, and desires into consideration as part of the process. It's just so much easier to get their buy-in that way. And we want to remember that we're going to start this transition process with foods that they already do know and like, meals you already make in ways that you can tweak those, favorite foods they already have, and ways maybe you can bump up the nutritional value. This might take a lot of exposures to new things. It might take a lot of trial and error, keeping the pressure low and just trying things, um, getting new foods on the table and new foods on the plate. 
but remembering that the objective is not to um, come in and start taking away things that your family likes. The objective is to come in and start adding in new things, developing new tastes, increasing the nutritional value of the food that you're providing in your home, not necessarily coming in and immediately removing things that they enjoy. So what we're going to do today is look at kind of three common-ish meals or kind of standard meals that maybe you're already making of some variation of in your home and ways that we can make them more plant-based, which was going to mean increase their inclusion of whole plant foods. Meal number one, spaghetti. This one always makes me laugh because people will say, oh, I don't think I like vegan food or vegan food kind of weirds me out. And I always say, oh, you don't like spaghetti because you've been eating spaghetti your whole life. Then you've been eating um, vegan or plant-based food your whole life, right? Spaghetti falls in that category. Uh, So if your family already has some sort of pasta and sauce or spaghetti and sauce meal that they like, we can start with using that as a foundation. Start with the pasta and start with the sauce that they already like or usually like. The same brand, the same flavor, etc. Then we're going to just start increasing the plants. Um, you might consider if you usually include a meat sauce with that or, or some sort of meatball or other pro- animal protein, you might consider swapping that out for in place of something like a bean, like white beans or cannellini beans, Great Northern, whatever you variation you like to call them, um, fit well into Italian food. Maybe you're not at the point of swapping out yet and you're just at the point of adding. It's about abundance of nutrients. So maybe you're at the point where you are uh, decreasing the amount of meat that's included and adding in a bean um, alongside or in addition to it that's going to give additional nutrients, additional protein and fiber and minerals but also start to expose that food to your family's tastes and your family's meals. You can also add in an extra vegetable. Maybe it's something you already like or make alongside um, of a pasta dish, or maybe you're going to add something new, some broccoli, some cauliflower, some green beans, a side salad, anything. We're just adding a vegetable alongside our spaghetti and sauce. You do get bonus points, though, if you include another vegetable in the sauce. Vegetables blend really easily. Steamed carrots or cauliflower puree very smoothly. You can put them into the sauce. It might make it a little heavier or creamier, but they hide pretty well. You could include peppers. You could include spinach, anything like that. If you toss fresh herbs on top or on the side, basil, oregano, um, other you know Italian-inspired things, Herbs are really nutrient dense. They're high in vitamins and antioxidants relative to the amount that we eat of them. So that's an awesome addition too. If your family is currently eating um, white pasta and they live and die by that, keep the white pasta and start adding in these other things. If there's some flexibility, then you try to shift toward a whole grain option or even mixing the two together to start exposing that new uh, kind of texture or new flavor into a favorite meal. But spaghetti is always a fun way to start. Meal number two, burrito bowls or any kind of Mexican build your own night you want to have. You could use shells, uh, taco shells, corn shells, burrito shells, whatever. I like to do them as burrito bowls or rice bowls. So then you've got rice. You've got some kind of bean, black beans or refried beans. Maybe your family already includes one of those in some sort of regular taco night. You've got salsa some shredded lettuce or tomato, 
and any other vegetables that you like. Uh, Roasted potatoes are delicious and crunchy. Corn, onions, peppers. You may add some creaminess or some healthy fats by including avocado, guacamole. I will include in the show notes and in um, the blog that goes with this episode a link to um, a recipe to make a cashew cream that really functions like a sour cream. It's got that coolness, the little zinginess, the white creaminess. That could be a fun addition for something new to try. But the rest of those foods are pretty standard foods. We've got the rice, bean, salsa, guacamole, and whatever vegetables you can get people to eat. Super quick, super easy. It's great for lunches too, and there's a lot of mix and match options. Um, If you can try to include a brown rice, that's great, or a wild rice. If you want to um, experiment with using quinoa or farro or another grain, that's awesome too. I know my mom would love to put this over a potato, like a baked potato or sweet potato cut open with all the Mexican toppings on top. But if you're looking to keep it simple, start with the regular foods that you would include in any type of Mexican food. And then amp up the plants, a little more beans, an extra vegetable, some kind of maybe swap for a healthy fat like that guacamole or cashew cream, and you have yourself a really easy weeknight meal. Third option, trust me for a minute, barbecued chickpeas. Oh my gosh, so good. You're able to cook barbecue chickpeas either in a slow cooker or in a pot on the stove. You can also use um, a recipe. I will include a recipe for this. You can inclu- um, you know, do your own seasonings or use the recipes seasonings that it calls for. But you could also use canned chickpeas and your family's current favorite barbecue sauce. So we're keeping the flavor the same. We're keeping the sauce the same right now. And all we're doing is swapping the meat for the chickpeas. In this situation, I'd encourage you to make that the only swap. Um, Swap for a new uh, kind of main course there, but with the same flavor. So the texture really is the only thing that's changing. But then serve it with things that you're already comfortable with. Rolls that you like or oven-baked potatoes, maybe a potato salad or coleslaw or garden salad, whatever your usual maybe barbecue or backyard party side dishes would be. But start with a swap. You can do this um, with anything. You could do Things that are more outside the box, like a pulled jackfruit instead of a pulled pork is super good. Um, I I think we do carrot dogs instead of hot dogs, but leave everything else the same. There are a lot of varieties, but I think the barbecued chickpeas is so good because it really has that like richness of the sauce that you like, um, that kind of summery feeling or warm weather feeling, but everything else about the meal pretty much stays the same. So even though you might say barbecue chickpeas, my family's never going to eat that, uh, let's trust them a little bit. Let's trust them that they can try something new and not love it the first time, but try it over and over again. Or that they could have an idea in their head that they're not going to like it, but once you let them lick the sauce and it's their same favorite barbecue sauce, maybe their opinion will start to change. You did not decide to be plant-based 20 years ago. Maybe you decided now. For a lot of you, you were also eating an omnivore diet or a standard American diet, or you still are and you're just looking to make changes. We've got to give our families kind of the understanding that they have not made that mental change yet either. 
They may not have made it. There might be resistance just because they don't want to, or they don't get it, or they don't understand the importance. And that those are valid thoughts and valid feelings. It's our job then, if we're interested in improving their health and the nutritional quality of their food, or just making our lives easier by only cooking one thing, it's our job to do it with a little bit of gentleness and to try to keep things as familiar and safe as possible while we're transitioning. I would love to hear your thoughts on this, what your struggles are with your families and getting them to eat new things. If any of these meal ideas sound like something you'll try, if you have your other other favorite tried and true family plant-based meals or swaps, I would love for you to send them to me either via email, Steph at BeWellWithStuff.com or on Instagram at BeWellWithStuff. Always love to hear your ideas and your struggles because really this podcast and the social media and stuff is just for you. It's to help you make your health and nutrition journey a little bit easier. So if we can share ideas and help each other along the way, I think that would sound perfect. Thank you so much for listening to Be Well With Steph, the podcast. When there are a million things that you could be doing, I appreciate your choosing to hang out here. And I am proud of you for continuing to work on your own wellness journey. I invite you to head over to BeWellWithStuff.com for the details from this episode, my blog, upcoming events, and lots of other resources. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love to hear from you. I'm Be Well With Stuff everywhere you like to hang out on social media, so come on over and say hi. Until next time, my friends, be well. That's it.